Hey, welcome to Josh's Daily Brew. I'm your host, Josh. This podcast is dedicated to my obsession with the art of living by design. You can expect thoughts on books I've read, the esoteric world of health and fitness, some cryptocurrency dabble, and everything in between. Stoked you here, and I hope you enjoy the show. Okay, we are live. Okay, so if you're new to my channel, I'm Josh, and um, one of the sections that I focus on on my podcast, which is an almost daily podcast, and I've done pretty well of recent. I've uploaded almost every single day for the past, don't know how many weeks, but the nature of consciousness, and you're probably wondering how does this tie into uh, carnivory and keto and diets and fitness and self-improvement and everything. And I personally believe that it all ties together. And I think if you are going to improve yourself, if you're going to make the step to wake up and become a better version of yourself, you have to look at everything as one whole coherent ecosystem. About some ecosystem is to forget about a huge part of the stool, the one leg that may be, you know, beneficial for holding all three of the legs up. So the nature of consciousness is a very um, personal topic, but I think as humans, we thrive in an environment that allows us to speak about these things that we may see, you know, and uh, it can range from the nature of consciousness can range from religion to uh, psychedelics uh, to things you do when you meditate to uh, dreams. It's it's so wide and it's so um, expansive that it's hard to pinpoint a direct you know relationship with it. So that's why it's very personal in my opinion. So, but what I believe is that. Um, spirituality is uh i'm not telling you what to believe by the way so whatever you believe it's okay um i think it's important to believe in something greater than yourself also personal but um, whatever you believe it's okay i'm i'm just here to reinforce that with different perceptions and things and you know i've been thinking about something as simple as cave paintings you know so you know why do I have been journaling for the past since twenty for the past eight or so years, nine years, and um, until the last five years, it's almost every single day I've gotten woken up and I felt the urge to write things down. And I think we have this urge to write these things down. And when you think of cave paintings, like that's exactly what it is. It's taking our ancestors were taking these images that they saw or visions or spiritual connections to nature and they were trying to transcribe it to make sense of it. And that's exactly what we do. And and the more we um, talk about these things with each other, the more we find synchronicities and the more we uncover this crazy mystical experience that me and you are living in right now, which is actually, if you just take a moment to reflect and consider where you're at. Um, it's pretty incredible. It's a pretty incredible feeling to, to be alive and to feel your heart beating and to just know that 
And uh, yeah, I just wanted to sort of clarify for people that are new to my channel, like this is just one section of it, you know, and, and then a major section of my work is um, diet and fitness and um, books, you know, mainly, you know, diving into books. But a recent book, that a book that I read about two months ago was um, the, holot the Holotropic Mind by Stanislav Graf. And he, Stanislav Graf, is considered the godfather of, uh, not the godfather, but he has done over 4,000 LSD-assisted psychotherapy experiments. And obviously this was back when it was, you could do it, um, in the psychedelic 60s. And uh, it's no longer the case now. Uh, obviously, now it's becoming, it's resurging, and psychedelics is coming back into, into uh, existence, and it's being studied more, um, which is a good thing, um, because you've obviously got to be very careful with these uh, sacred compounds, especially like something like LSD, which is um, a man-made version of, you know, the plant's version. So it's very powerful stuff. Um, but he talks about the role of a therapist in therapy. And uh, I think a lot of people, especially when I consider the old school generation, that um, the old school generation mindset that I've been brought up with, where you don't talk about your feelings, you don't, you, 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 you close everything in. And I think it's a very, you know, it's a very army mentality, a very hard mentality. It's a very dangerous mentality because you are essentially taking away a very human aspect of healing, which is converse, which is talking to one another, which is healing through each other. Your healing is my healing, and vice versa. Um, and that's why when we see suffering, we feel it, because we, we have it embedded in our DNA, so to speak. Well, that's what I want to get into today, is the collective unconscious, which is what... Um, Aldous Huxley has, uh, sorry, uh, Carl Jung has talked about. And it's a very interesting concept because until you've had experiences, you know, like I said, it doesn't have to be psychedelic experiences. It doesn't have to be uh, meditative experiences. It can be NDEs, near-death experiences, can release an endogenous amount of DMT in you, I'm sure, and you can have a revelation holy shit, I'm going to be married to a woman with three kids in three years from now, you know, shit like that, you know, it's obviously a joke, but you get the point, is that these things are, are powerful, but back to the therapist, and you're probably wondering how this is tying in, um, I went for therapy last year for the first time in my life, and it was due to one of the hardest years of my life, but it was, what was interesting is that it was hard in the traditional sense of a human having it hard. But, you know, in reality it wasn't hard, but it was relative. But I could see my whole life leading up to that point. And it just, you know, that's what I, that's the thing is that oftentimes you don't see these things coming, but they've been building up for a long time. And it's only when you journal back on it, you look back at your at your journal and your and your thinking behind it, can you see it actually coming? So I actually predicted. I actually was looking back at my journal and 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 seeing some of the things that I was writing, and I could see this pattern evolving, and it was quite incredible actually. But um, 
yeah, went for went for therapy, and it was a very beautiful lady in Cape Town and somatic, and it was very healing, and it wasn't therapy that you think that the old school therapy that I have in my mind from what I've been brought up to think therapy is. Um, I'm going to read you this quote. So Stanislav Graf says in the holotropic mind, um, and for those of you that don't know what holotropic means, he's talking about holotropic breathing. It's a state where you are inducing, essentially you, you're inducing this um, this psychedelic state. You know, you can do it through breathing, through psychedelics, through meditation. It's it's a holotropic, it's a, it's a self-expanding um, state of being. So he goes in here, he says, this understanding of the role of the therapist is incongruence with the original meaning of the Greek word therapeutes, which means the person who assists in the healing process. It is also in agreement with C.G. Young's, Carl Young's approach to psychotherapy, wherein it is believed that the task of the therapist is to mediate for the client a contact and exchange with his or her inner self, which then guides the process of transformation and individuation. The wisdom for change and healing comes from the collective unconscious and surpasses by far the knowledge that is intellectually available to the therapist. So what he's saying is that it's not the therapist's job to tell you what to do. You have all the knowledge in your collective unconscious, in your DNA, in with inside you. You just need somebody that is the mediator, the middleman, so to speak, or middlewoman in my case, that helps you gain insight into that healing process and oftentimes it's just a matter of actually just being still it's actually just a matter of um, tapping into that innate stillness and letting these things bubble up and letting these things come to the surface and that's when the most uh, the most healing happens for most people is is through stillness and uh, we are just so distracted and um, phones you know these bad boys have just like, they're good for distraction, but eventually, one way or another, it's gonna come up, you know, it's like, it's like a a ball. I had a, I had a, like a rugby ball in here the other day, and it actually blew up, because the heat, it just got too hot in this house. So I don't know how that happened, but that's exactly the thing that comes to mind for me, is that um, one way or another, it's gonna find a fissure to go through, and it's gonna release it. And um, that fissure can hopefully be in a controlled environment um but you can catch it before it does that you can you can cool the house down before it reaches that point so to speak um yeah and um then to add on to this uh i was reading this just to add on to the collective unconscious on verywellmind.com i will put the links below um but they quote you according to young the collective unconscious is made up of a collection of knowledge and imagery that every person is born with and is shared by all human beings due to the ancestral experience. Sorry if there's a bit of noise going on. Um, though humans may not know what thoughts and images are in their collective unconscious, it is thought that in moments of crisis, the psyche can tap into the collective unconscious. So I would love to hear your thoughts on the collective unconscious and the healing process. And I know it's very personal, but... I'm fascinated by our abilities as humans to heal through each other and to heal through community, but most of all to heal through ourselves. Um, I think it's an important 
uh, it's an important thing to acknowledge that we've got this ability within us to heal. And um, I would just love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I'm going to leave it today. If you enjoyed this episode, please uh, subscribe and hit the thumbs up. And tell me what you would like to hear more of, you know, more nature of consciousness stuff, more uh, diet, fitness related stuff, um, my journey stuff. But yeah, it's all very personal. But um, I am here if you want to speak and reach out. Email me, hello at joshneman.com. Till the next episode, just now. Thanks for listening. If you do have time, please would you go to Apple Podcasts wherever you're listening to this and subscribe. And if you'd like to keep up to date with my latest happenings and things like that, uh, visit my website, joshneman.com and go subscribe to my newsletter, which goes out every Sunday. Thank you and I hope you have a lovely day.